0: Welcome to Fearless Women on a Mission podcast. I am Carmen Moreno, the host of the podcast, and we have my co-host, Vanessa Lopez, Victoria Sierra, and Amanda McEachern. This podcast is a place where we empower women and talk out life and overcoming struggles as women. This podcast can remind us women how strong we really are and what amazing things we can accomplish, especially when we have community. This is our time, ladies, a time to shine and a time to overcome. In today's episode, we are talking about writing your new decree and finding your dream team. I encourage you, fearless women, find your Mordecai, a team, a community, a sisterhood that will challenge your fears and awaken your courage. Hope you enjoy our discussion. All right, ladies, we're back for another episode. This is going to be our last episode for on the uh, Esther Anointing book chapters 8, 9 and 10. Uh chapter 8, rewrite the decree. So, what are you guys what are your ladies thoughts on that? Chapter 8.
1: It was a good chapter. It
0: all three of them were really really <laughs> yeah. good. Like yes. I was like, man, my book was like super highlighted. Uh Everywhere. So, mm-hmm. lines, scribbles, and everything. I'm like, well, first, before we start, I want to shout out to Go Cowboys today. Hey, we got our, <laughs> Go Cowboys! We have our Cowboys gear on, and Amanda has her Eagles. Eagles. ABD,
2: go. ABD, all they the did, Dallas. They did very
0: well yesterday, <laughs> we last did. night.
2: Thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate that.
0: We got to share the love. We got to share the love. <laughs> all right. Um, but, yeah, these chapters are super, they were super, super great. Um, I also wanted to kind of, uh, make a little shout out to a Bible study that I went to yesterday, uh, from Living Faith Community Church Women's Group. They have a Bible study and they really, really, really spoke to me yesterday. Like it was, I think for me to hear, like, I was like, wow, this, I needed to hear this, especially with the new year coming up, some of the things that they touched on. And I'll kind of go into like what what I got from that Bible study, and it kind of goes with our with our uh, book, the the Esther anointing. So, kind of wanted to shout out to the ladies out there; they're they're very very awesome, so and welcoming. But um, chapter eight, rewrite the decree. Um, I highlighted. A pay, on page 102, I'm going to just kind of uh, describe what that what a decree is so people that don't understand it or didn't read the book. A decree is an official order, an uh, edict, and decision. A decision is something that seems to be ordained. A decree can also mean to order, decide, officially, appoint a group or person to accomplish something. So that kind of just kind of made me think of, because I didn't really think of like a decree, like what that really was or anything like that. So that was kind of, okay, like, I get it. Um, it it kind of brought some clarity to the meaning of um, a decree. So on page 103, uh, it says, A spirit of revelation is a special endowment to perceive and look into the deep plans of God. God wants you to understand that as you walk in the Esther anointing, you are no longer praying upward, you're praying downward. So that I was like, what is, what is praying downward? What does that mean? And, you know, and I didn't even look at kind of like, I have like an image like praying upward, like to God, and then like praying downward. And so it goes further to say, you have been seated with Jesus in high places. Mm -hmm. Too long we have walked bowed, bowed down, defeated and afraid, But you have now been emboldened with the love, grace and humility of Christ. He has elevated you rule and reign with him in the earth. So no longer are you just asking, but also you are writing and rewriting decrees. Through your prayers, you are administrating the kingdom of God in the earth. So when I that the praying upward and downward, that kind of stood out to me because I'm like, you know, yes, we for a long time, we've prayed to God, like, upward, right? And then downward, we're praying for people. We're praying, like, we're being the hands and feet of Jesus. Is kind of like what my mindset was, you know, with when I'm reading that. So what do you guys think of that, praying upward and downward? So I kind of got something a little bit, I mean, that, yeah. yes,
1: 100% <laughs> that all the time. But when he said, we're praying down, or when she said, I'm sorry, uh, we're praying downward, I thought it was like we're praying downward like the enemy will not claim yes like, um rebuking that's yes. the word that i thought of rebuking yes. what the enemy has like we are decreeing that he will not have any of us he, can, right. he doesn't have a hold on us so that's what i got like yes we're praying down that you will not take claim on us at all because of him yes
0: Amen to that. I'm a preacher. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm in preacher mode right now. Um, I I mean, I just think these chapters were real powerful because, you know, the other chapters kind of like formed of like what are some things that um, you can do to like move forward and like heal and things like that and how we can be um, like the hands and feet of Jesus, but we still have to deal with some stuff. These chapters, I think, are more like okay, we've done a little bit of work and we may need a little bit more, but this is kind of more like action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like now it's a whole, the, the, the next step basically of how we're gonna do that. How about you, Amanda? I guess for downward, I guess playing upward
2: and praying downward is just remembering your place. Um, remember that, yes, he's blessed you with all of these talents and gifts, but don't forget where that comes from. Yeah. So when we go, we go down to him, we don't look up to him like, oh, basically like, yes, you, I mean, yes, he is, he is the almighty and he is the, um, but also that reference, that form of reference, like boring down to him and yes. realizing that he is the king. He is almighty. He, he's someone like, think about it when they go to heavens, like everybody's going to be looking down. You're not going to be looking up. You're mm-hmm. going to be looking down because that. Mm-hmm when you stand before him you're just your eyes won't be able to look at him you'll be so amazed and so in awe of all of the glory that that, that is there that you'll want to bow down so right. i think of the just as the of reverence it's a form of reverence because you're yeah. you are bowing down before the king right and realizing that yes we have been blessed and we are in a very great position but not forgetting that he is still above us okay. he's not beside us he's not behind us he's above us yes and while he walks with us he is still we are he's still first yes
0: so that's awesome i think i mean i know i was like that's right girl um so yeah i love that yeah i love that you know that he's above us Mm -hmm. we're being the hands and feet of god you know we're praying over people our words Mm -hmm. mean a lot um that's kind of what i got from the from the chapter Mm -hmm. that our words are very powerful yes Um, we're going to be able to, like Vanessa said, rebuke, uh, you know, uh, for us, for our lives, but like for others as well, maybe we can be that strength for others that they may not be able to do that and also show others like what that looks like rebuking, you know, things like that. So I thought that was really, really good. Anything else that stood out to you guys, uh, to you ladies in this chapter? There was so much. Yeah, there was a lot. Um, trying to think
1: what was the most thing that's <laughs> really you're like everything Some,
0: yeah. <laughs> um also on, cha- on chapter uh page f- uh, 105 your words have power life or death comes oh. by the words you speak you can begin to create in the heavens by your words hmm. i decree it by the power of god the words that we pray in this hour the things that we say will affect the quality of life because god has decreed the eternal decree that sets us as kings and queens over the earth. Mm-hmm. I beautiful. thought that was very powerful. Very powerful. I was like, wow. Like, I mean, it makes me think, like, about my words. Like, how I speak to others. Like, just being an example. You know, it just, you know, it just made me think. And be, I guess, mindful and, like, intentional when I'm talking to other people. Um, and even... If they're not saved or they're not a Christian or whatever, you know, believers or anything like that, you know, uh, I still I still have some sort of power when I'm speaking to them, you know, and I want them to just feel, I guess, or be like, wow, like, you know, despite whatever I did or said, you know, the this person is being the, you know, using their words or their position Mm -hmm. or whatever the case is um, as good. Yeah. So, um, and then in my personal life, my, the words that I tell myself, it's like, you know, I think that's really powerful because yeah, other people can like Mm -hmm. talk negative and this and that or whatever. But I think me, like I'm really hard on myself. Mm -hmm. Like I always, you know, there's always like some self doubt or some kind of, uh, maybe I just felt like I wasn't good enough in certain situations and I'm like the hardest critic on myself. And I sometimes have said it like out loud to myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, man, this should, this applies to me too. Mm -hmm. Like I'm speaking to others and it will apply to them as well. But it's also going to apply to me. Like, what am I telling myself? That's you know so what I mean? True. It's like, man. And, you know, if I'm negative just in general, like, with my family or with my friends or anybody like that, you know, I'm basically creating death. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, you know, taking its time. It's not like a quick death. It's like a slow death, you yeah. know? And it's like, wow, like, um, I really sh- need to be careful, like, how I say things, what I say. You know, because I'm basically like speaking that into existence, you know, so I do have to be careful with that as well. Speaking life.
1: It's like I imagine a bowl of fruit that that reference they make and like you put a bad apple in that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, for sure. So on this chapter, I feel like it's basically she was saying and that God says um, that he gave us authority to rewrite the decree, right? But mm-hmm. that means that anything that we stay, we say is going to stand. So back to what you were saying is um, your words have power, life or death comes by the words you speak. Um, and then on here it says, uh, there shall be no terrorism in my city. I decree mm-hmm. it by mm-hmm. the power of God. I bind every spirit of terrorism in the name of Jesus. It stops the works of the darkness darkness and what chapter is that on that's on 105 Mm -hmm. the same one okay and then on 106 it jumps over and this is the one because like i'm a mom and i'm all about my family (laughs) and yeah um it says like if you claim um and you pray for your children and the way that you pray and claim on on what you say is that your prayers will save your life and your children's lives Mm. um and so that's a good thing, a big thing, too, because, like, you, literally what you're just saying now yeah. is that what we speak out loud is what's... Um, we're giving
0: but also Mm -hmm.
1: what we're praying for is God is hearing those things and are we praying up our family are we Mm -hmm. um lifting them and surrendering Mm -hmm. surrendering them to God and when we pray are we also praying out loud where children can hear us and so they can learn Mm -hmm. the spirit and that's right and so yeah
0: that's awesome, that's really good. Sure. Um, from yesterday's Bible study that I attended, um, they asked a question, what do I need to lay down and not pick up? Hmm. That was a really like, wow, like a good eye-opener um, yeah. and self-reflection because I can't do all this, you know, like speak into people's lives or, you know, even, you know, act on God's behalf, you know, whatever that may look <laughs> like, it'd be something real small. But I can't do any of that if I have something that I need to lay down, Mm -hmm. you know. So that really made me reflect the night, you know, it been in prayer since I heard that yesterday morning um, because we can always improve. We can always, uh, you know, we're always going to fall short of God. Right. But it's like um, he wants us to keep pushing, seeking him, keep trying to be better. So I think, um, you know, taking that that question it's like wow i mean i need a i need to think about what i need to lay down so i can be what god wants me to be right and be mm-hmm. use the words to be able to use the words cuz i mean whatever we speak that's coming from god yeah. you know it's not coming just from us you know not just not, not just our wisdom or anything like that mm-hmm. so it's like before i choose to be the hands of feet I need to make sure that I don't have anything else that I need to lay down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a really, really good question from from the ladies yesterday. Very sure. good. Yeah, very good. How about you, Amanda?
2: Um, just the mere fact, like I like this quote: "My tongue is the pen of a ready writer." Like mm-hmm. our words are so powerful, and just daily, are you speaking life into people's lives, or mm-hmm. are you speaking death? Um i my trade want to be a counselor but it's like every counselor needs a counselor so i listen it's crazy i listen to stuff that i say to others and i'm like hmm am i following that myself yeah like i can give it out to other people and i can make it sound like thank you so much thank you for helping me (laughs) through it and then i think and then i know it's nothing but the lord saying okay now did you hear what you just said Mm -hmm, did you hear what you said about how you trusted me how um, I'm in control, how I have everything, how you're going to be fine. And I'm like, mm, yeah, <laughs> it's different when you're giving it towards someone, but just like your words are powerful and not, do- I mean, we are coworkers with your spouse. Like even think- like even when you're angry, I guess that's the worst time when you're at your worst moments, but those are the times when your words can be so deadly because you're just, you're on a, it's an emotional thing and not necessarily a, um, a spiritual thing. So learning to separate the two and, again, breathe life into that situation even when you don't, really don't want to instead of speaking death. But right. just, yeah, my tongue is the pen of a steady rider. Like And pe- like you said, people are listening. People are listening. People yeah. are watching. People are waiting to see what you're going to do. And depending on what you do in that situation, can speak to someone else. You might not right. even talk to them, not even know what you're doing, mm-hmm. but by speaking to them – you are speaking to their situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Like um, in the Bible study, we were at <laughs> one of my, um, our, our pastor's wife does not enjoy singing. <laughs> but when she sings, oh, yes. she has a beautiful voice. And there, was, she was just practicing. She was practicing a song. And just her practicing touched somebody's mm-hmm. heart that day. She didn't even realize that that's what she was doing. But like things like that, like we don't always realize that the thing that or what we're struggling with, that can speak to somebody else. So sometimes just be in that. I think of what um, we were talking about. Just do it. Do it out. Of, do it. Do it scared. Mm-hmm. Do it scared. And our tongue, sometimes we may, might be afraid to step mm-hmm. out there and do it, but as we do it scared, kind of like Esther, I'm sure she was afraid oh, yeah. mm-hmm. for sure. when she, she was, I mean, yeah, she said, if I perish, I perish, but she really did not want to perish, like yeah. she wanted to live. <laughs> so she did it scared, yeah. and in the end, it paid off, but it's just like, Esther's a great example of that, it's just doing it scared, like, um, believe for sure, and, believing what you say and realizing that those words, even to this day, she didn't know that if I perish, I perish was going to be something that we Mm -hmm. could apply to Mm -hmm. this day and age, the courage and the uh, wisdom that we get from her Mm -hmm. years upon years upon years. God knew. She didn't know. And, we I mean, now we know about it. So just a matter of just, um, yeah, sticking to your decree. And when you say something, mean it. Because when those words are out there, you can't take them back.
0: Right. And I think um, at yesterday's um, Bible study, they they and I wrote it down. It says you don't know. Uh, it says you don't know uh, what stepping out of stepping out in out of fear will do for someone else. Mm-hmm. So you know, th- and that's true. It's kind of like you know we're we're writing that we're writing our own decree. You know, uh, but we still have to figure out, okay, what are our, some of those things that we have to lay down, right? Like fear, mm-hmm. other things, you know, um, that we struggle personally uh, because that may influence how we step out, you know, how we're trusting and how other people are, are going to see us. Um, what a, I know you kind of talked a little bit about being the voice and, like, uh, speaking into people's lives. What do you guys, ladies, think of, like um, – when you have to deal with an enemy.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Can we speak those words? Um, you know, and it's like, you think, well, we're not gonna speak. have to speak into, maybe like a foe, right? An enemy, uh, maybe words of encouragement, but like at the workplace, you know, family, um, just anybody that you may run into, maybe not necessarily an enemy, but maybe that's somebody that you don't get along with very well. Um, can we speak words into into their lives positive words? What do you guys think about that?
2: I think you can. I think giving whoever the person is, I think prayer for sure. Yeah. Before you say anything. Just pray and be like God, mm-hmm. you know the situation, you know this person. Um, I just ask you just to give me the words to say. And it might be that you don't have to say anything. It might be that he takes over that situation and um Either they don't speak to you or they don't speak to you. Because a lot of times I think we go with people who we don't like, we go into it thinking that they're going to do something and they typically don't. Like we think, oh, I'm gonna be ready. I yeah. I wish she would. I wish she would yeah. come over here. Yeah. I wish she would. And they don't even cross your path and you're like, Well, you done we're got like, all I worked up. You, <laughs> you done got all worked up. You was for battle. And God's like, yeah. No, that's my battle. Yeah. If I wanted you to take care of it, I would have prepared you for it, but you would have been prepared for it in a way that you didn't think that you were gonna be prepared. Because mm. the things that you were gonna say had you have had that conversation would have been a lot different. If you would have prepared it the way I would have wanted you to prepare. So it's funny, a lot yeah. of times, the things, the conversations you think are going to happen don't happen mm-hmm. because that's not his will. Because then in that since in that situation, you're getting the glory. You're getting yeah. the honor. This is what I did. I set her straight. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you missed an opportunity to either bring that person closer to him or to... Because a lot of times a lot of times the reason why we have those issues is lack of communication.
0: Mm-hmm. The reason
2: why mm-hmm. something is up, something, someone says something, mm-hmm. and the other person thought or assuming right. something or thing, which is nothing but the devil, just putting things in the air. It yeah. might not even be something. It's just something she thought, well, she looked at me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How you look at somebody the wrong way? <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> but, I mean, that's things that get yeah. put up in our head, and then from there we've already created this decree of who they are and what they are, mm-hmm. and that's not even what they're about, and then we miss out. On something that could be so valuable because we didn't take the time to do it his way. We mm-hmm. wanted to do it our way. And, of course, he's a gentleman. He's like, go hit it handle your business Mm -hmm. and when it doesn't happen the way you want it to happen then you're like okay let's just do it your way (laughs) because it's exhausting to be a pit bull all the time i mean sometimes you got to be a pit bull but sometimes like i don't really want to do that like can't we just be cool (laughs) like where is the love right so but yeah i think like i said to answer your question i think it is possible but i think you have to have him in there the entire way the moment you try to take the wheel Mm -mm. it's gonna be a little bit different
0: and that's also going to apply to our marriages, right? <laughs> <laughs> cuz a foe, I guess in the moment, you know, it's like you're my foe, you know so I'm
1: going sure, the
2: biggest
0: foe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Lord. So we got to remember that too in our relationships, you know, um, mm-hmm. our marriages and stuff like that. Like, okay, I'm going to have to speak, you know, uh positivity or whatever's going on in that moment, you know, in our marriages too. So, Amen. just wanted to throw that out there cuz I mean, it's easy to talk to people that are probably maybe in need or, like, reach out to us, you know. It's, you know, maybe not so easy, but it's like, okay, I'm good with it, you know, kind of relaxed about it. But when it's, like, somebody that's against you or, um, you know, maybe you just have the negative thinking towards Mm -hmm. that person already, you know, it's a little bit more difficult to be more positive uh, speaking into their life, so, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I always imagine... Uh, When it comes to difficult situations or, like, someone you don't care for or you know they don't care about you, um, how did Jesus handle that situation? What did he do when he approached them? Because it's so easy for me to, like, let the words come (laughs) out of my mouth. And they're not nice words, you know? But, like, just, like, okay, um, when jesus approached these people or when these people approached jesus he usually was i mean not always but like i imagine that he Mm -hmm. was calm he was careful with his words and and he um not killed them with kindness but like he truly loved them you know like even though you don't know me and even though you think that i'm all of these things like i'm still going to treat you with love Mm -hmm. and usually. Not all the time, but most times people were able to see like he was, he was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. He was the son of God. He was yeah. someone with authority or importance. He was, um, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to get at, but yeah. Um, yeah. basically that when Jesus approached people like that, yes, there were times where he was angry and wrathful, but there were also times where he
0: um, turned his cheat mm-hmm. oh yes mm-hmm.
2: so he use it as a teaching moment mm-hmm.
0: yes and then you know with the, the you when you were talking it made me think of a, of something that um you know because i'm stubborn <laughs> you know sometimes i don't get it right the first time yeah. as far as uh speaking wisdom or just being speaking positivity maybe to an enemy or a mm-hmm. foe or just someone that I, uh, maybe have some negative thoughts about. I don't may not get it right the first time if I, you know, and we have to be, I guess, um, how do you say it? Like understanding with ourselves that we are human. So, but I feel like, um, because of the person I am, like, I'm going to have another test. Like there's going to be another one. There's going to be another chance. So there's going to be another time to prove like I can speak positively towards this person mm-hmm. or with this person in their life. Um, I may not get it right the first, second time, but I know God's gonna keep putting that in my in my path. Mm-hmm. So I will have to deal with it. And he's gonna tell me like, okay, you didn't get it right the first time, you didn't get it right the second time, but you're gonna get it right at some point, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So just not to be hard on yourself because yeah. we are human. You know, if we don't get it right the first few times, ju- it's gonna be there, the opportunity is gonna be there. We just gotta be aware, I think, of that opportunity And I'm speaking from experience, right? Because I'm like, I didn't get along with someone. Um, I had several opportunities, uh, not to speak into their life necessarily, but just be kind, you know, wave hello or whatever. (laughs) And it just didn't happen because I was so stubborn and angry. Mm -hmm. Um, But God is still working in me. And so, and he's worked a lot in me so i'm like okay i think it's time to let it go you know and i'm not necessarily speaking like wisdom or anything to mm-hmm. them but just being kind just that action and um mm. you know it developing that relationship again you know as just you know kind of like being cordial with mm-hmm. each other so you know definitely wanted to throw it out there like if you don't Get it right a few times. It's gonna keep coming to you. When you get it right. <laughs> so. He
2: will keep you in that desert. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Until for sure. You get it right. <laughs> yes. How about chapter nine? Teamwork makes the dream work. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Teamwork true makes statement. the dream work. Yes. So I highlighted on page one twelve in chapter nine. Let's see. I, I highlighted, well, I highlighted a lot, but <laughs> it says, this is a season to take responsibility for our healing and deliverance. That mm-hmm. stood out to me, of course, because we're dealing with all that coming into the new year. We're like, okay, what do I need to deal with? What do I need to change? Mm-hmm. Maybe the lifestyle, maybe, I don't know, some other stuff that we're dealing with that we don't want to be our old selves again. Uh-huh. Um, You know, I think it's a great time for it to, you know, be a new year and kind of think about some of those things. um, Again, like the going back to that question, what do we have to lay down um, and we don't want to pick back up. Uh, preparing ourselves to do God's work. We gotta let some of these things down before we can do anything else. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think all of that just kind of played into that, you know, uh, taking responsibility for our healing and deliverance and then being able to move forward from that and be the hands and feet of God. Mm-hmm. So for I kind of sure. like that too.
1: And then it says, and this is something so real that um, we have to understand. It says, uh, we may never get an apology or an acknowledgement Mm. of the injustices against us. And how many times in our life has that happened? Whether it be something so small with the person who gave you the bad finger while driving (laughs) in your life. Yeah, that's true. Or with, you know, friends or family and they've, you know, mistreated you. And you just have to understand that. They may not ever get it, but us holding on to that Mm -hmm. stuff is us carrying that poison. And so um, there must be a letting down of the guard. So, of course, we do have to let our guards down with people, but we also have to have boundaries just because we're letting our guard down. And then uh, we must learn how to trust God in one another and... Uh, we the, this is a part we must make a decision to be healed, delivered and reconciled to mm-hmm. one another. We must forget those. Um, we must forget those things that are behind and reach forward to the things ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yes, kind of like um, even though people have done injustices against us or our family or something that we're passionate about holding on to that is only holding us down i feel yes, like yes like how many times do you like sit in um what's that word
2: um pity p- like resentment? not pit, resentment okay. the okay. r word yeah resentment <laughs> um
1: where we're sitting in resentment and like we're so angry and mm. we're like holding on to all of these things that this one person did but these other people that <laughs> were are angry at are on living their life. Yeah, and preaching. we're just, <laughs> yes. so we're just sitting here. And um, so, and that's something that I always say is like, you're here and you're upset about this person who gave you the finger, who took two <laughs> seconds to roll down their window and give you the finger. And they're on with your life. And you're sitting here still upset, trying to figure out like what you did and why you <laughs> did that. And like what happened and it wasn't even my fault. It was your fault. Mm-hmm. And you're wasting so much energy when the guy was just like out of habit he did it and like he's sitting at lunch right now enjoying right. his
0: food <laughs> and and that's good you brought that up because on page 13 it says the lord will give us strategies to overcome inequality while sustaining a godly spirit mm-hmm. we gotta let him handle that yes. Yes. i mean like you got this lord because <laughs> this is too much yes. for me <laughs> for sure, so that was sure. yeah that's an awesome awesome point point. and even though like i mean like you said, the guy or the person throwing the finger at us, if we handle that wisely and <laughs> let God take care of that person, right? Instead mm-hmm. of us kind of retaliating or whatever, you know, he's building us up, you know, he's molding us, God's molding us to his image, right? That's what he wants from us. So it's like, uh, not necessarily like, test that he's giving like he's not constantly testing us Mm -hmm. but it's like okay you know yes you're learning kind of like as a parent like okay you're learning this you're Mm -hmm. learning that and you see it from the outside Mm -hmm. you know and it's like uh you're seeing your child like grow you know he's he's seen us grow and so I think that's just amazing, and to we need to think about those things when it's mm-hmm. we're in the midst of mm-hmm. that, so that's the hard part, that but is. but <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but if we seek him daily, you know, yeah. even hourly, if we have to mm-hmm. at the beginning, you know it comes easier with time, yeah. you know, for but sure. I think that's that is that is um a good point that you brought up on that, yeah, let him take care of that mm-hmm. um, for sure, for sure. For me, like on page 115, I basically highlighted so much, but I'm (laughs) kind of going to read it and see what your thoughts are on it. Uh, Page 115 at the bottom, uh, the dream team. It's a clear, uh, it is clear throughout the story of Esther that God sovereignly chose to use Malachi and Esther in his plan to deliver his people. We uh, are here, we see a team that was willing to take a risk, Mordecai, who mentored Esther, challenged her fears, and wakened the courage inside of her to go before the king. His counsel gave her perspective. I have found many times as a woman that I allow my emotions to cause me to lose perspective on the big picture when it relates to my call and destiny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your mentor, this goes on to 116, your mentor will have more faith for you than you have for yourself. You may not be able to find the perfect mentor, but you should be able to find a person or various people who can impart uh, to you the qualities and skills you need to accomplish your assignments. Mm-hmm. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? That's I mean, that's it true. That's really good.
2: Yes, <laughs> good it's, paragraph. <laughs> it's like know your tribe. Yeah. You know the people that surround you. You know um, people that are going to build you up, people that are going to encourage yes. you. You're going to want them. And I think when we're younger, we don't really understand what that means. Right. We have this mentality that oh, everybody's my friend, everybody's gonna yes. be my friend. <laughs> and then things happen, and those people, those people leave. I mean, I think of I think of uh, what is it? Tree? No, leaves, trees, and um, roots. Real, um leaves in your lives will come and yes. go as they fall, and then they fall, and then they're gone. Um, the what is it? The branches? Mm-hmm. You think they're gonna be there, and then they break, and they're gone.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Roots. Yeah.
2: You can find, like, one, two roots. They're not going anywhere Mm because the roots need the tree to survive. Right. So that's what's important in your life, like, your tribe. Like, who's going to build you up when those times get hard? Because they will come. Yeah. Who who do you want in that corner? And sometimes it's a hard reality, but sometimes that's not family because family sometimes is toxic, and that's okay. I mean, everybody got crazy family. (laughs) But just having those people in your life that are going to, um, fulfill fulfill that uh, passion for you that are gonna keep you moving forward. That are gonna encourage mm-hmm. you. That you know, even on your worst day, they're not gonna just throw you to the right. so They're gonna be like, no, you got this. You're gonna be okay. We're gonna work through this together. Like, come on. Like, I want to see you. Like, I care about you. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you want. You want in your tribe. You want mm-hmm. them because they they know that there's something out there for you. And they want to see you get there. They right. want to. They're on your team. They're like, "Come on, let's go." They're the yes. ones rooting for you at the finish line. Right. They're the ones all throughout the race saying, "Come on, one more lap. Come on, you're almost there." Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that you want surrounded in your life. You want them to be, to be with you. And if you can find those people, you're blessed. Yeah. Because those are people that you'll 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 know when you find them. Because when you're at your worst day those people will be there. When you crying and boo your makeup is running, those are the people that are there like, hey, it's okay. We'll go fix it. It's going to be all right. Yes. Those are the people that you want in your life and you need in your life too. I mean, yes, God, of course, you want God too, but he also gives us other people in community yes. to give that as well. So
1: Definitely, definitely. I think that's good too. And then I, to kind of follow up on what you said, it doesn't always have to be like, yes, uplifting, But it doesn't always have to be pretty. And what I Mm -hmm. mean by that is iron sharpens iron. So you want people in your corner who are Mm going to call you out. Yes. They're going to tell you. Especially like me. Like stubborn. (laughs) Okay. Yes. So yes, root you on. Yes. But to also Mm -hmm. take a time out and be like, hey, like, let's talk about this. Like, yes, you're going to be okay at the end of this. But let's also talk about things. How can you make a change for this. What yes. responsibility do you have and what do you need to do? Mm-hmm. And that's the hard part. And and we have to be open to receive that yeah. because it's so hard to say, like, you're supposed to be here and you're just supposed to agree yeah. with me. <laughs> like, like, yes, yeah. I can do that, yeah. but... Am I that's really true. being a mentor? Am I really, really helping yeah, you? True. Are you really becoming a better person or am I allowing you and enabling you to stay stagnant and that's not what God wants for us. That's true. And,
0: so and, and and these people that you're saying like they're going to tell you the hard truth, right? You know, mm-hmm. and these people may ha- help you at some point write your decree, your new one. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're going to tell you like, hey, these may are some things that you may need to be working on, you know that you yeah. may not want to you know, go back to, so rewriting your decree again, you know, Mm -hmm. these people, the people that you're choosing, obviously choose wisely, but they are going to encourage you, but they are going to tell you the hard truth. You don't want to just be encouraging Mm -hmm. and enabling. Mm -hmm. You want that hard truth because they're helping you grow. And, and sometimes some people may take it as judging, but it's not judging, right? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of, Helping you improve and like you said, allowing them to speak into their into your life. Mm -hmm. You're giving them that permission like, okay, you know, you know, I what are some things that I may need to work on things like that. So just be mindful that it's not judging if they love and care for you. Mm -hmm. It's not in a judgy judgmental way because sometimes we can confuse that but yeah um i think i interrupted you i'm sorry no no it's, like parents you know we yeah we love our yes. kids and we're yes. there to support them and
1: push them through mm-hmm. and like rally for them and rah rah yes. biggest cheerleaders but also as parents we That's need true. to um like either redirect mm-hmm. or like have the sit down conversations That's, and so it's not yeah. just with our kids it's with our friends because mm-hmm. we love them we want yeah. them to thrive um, and then you also mentioned earlier um, Or hold on where did it go <laughs> I, will, I allow my emotions to cause me to oh, lose yes. perspective mm-hmm. in the big picture when it relates to my call and destiny that's so hard because sometimes yeah. like kind of what you're saying is yeah. if you call me out and if you tell me <laughs> I, yeah. I'm so passionate or feel attacked or whatever yeah. but like Am I reacting or responding? Um. Am I receiving it because it's a hurt or wound or something that I'm holding on to? And you like picked up that thing that I don't want to talk about. Or, and I don't want to. Fa- that's what it is. I don't want to face it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to face that thing because I know it's going to hurt or because I know this or because that. Mm-hmm. And so yeah
0: it's that's h- a good it's one hard
2: that's good too because that means for whatever whatever reason if you're if that's being touched that means that's god's way of getting through that person to get to you yes mm-hmm. and he knows that in order for you to get where he wants you to go you're gonna have to pick at things that you don't want to it's uncomfortable to do the things that are uncomfortable it's mm-hmm. more easy to mm-hmm. just do stuff that's comfortable yep. but when we start picking through that stuff it's like huh
0: okay all right mm-hmm. all right all right
2: so i feel that i
0: feel yeah. that and, and when you have these people, you know, speaking into your life, uh, people, person, whatever the case is, um, you know, they're preparing you, they're changing you, they're molding you or, you know, God has called them to do that for whatever reason. We don't know the reason. We don't know why they're, they're, they're speaking to us, whether they're a friend or not, but um, they're there at some point, you know, whether it's five minutes, five years, 10 years, you know, they're through God, God's using them, right? Mm-hmm. If we choose wisely, we of course, we do have to be careful who we choose as a mentor or a person or people or group that's going to be a, a speaking into our lives. But, you know, they're preparing us. They're molding us. I mm-hmm. think God is using them in whatever way uh, to help us mm-hmm. become better. So, sure. yeah, definitely. And
1: if we chose them as a mentor, there was something about them that's that we true. saw.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. They gotta they, they gotta do the hard work and tell us <laughs> like yes they don't <laughs> they be real. It, yes, be real, be real. So <laughs> anything else about chapter nine that y'all um that y'all saw that y'all wanted to talk about? It was a
1: good chapter mm-hmm. um about men and women relationships and I think yes. it was good to have mm-hmm. this um, chapter because As a Christian woman, some of the things that I hear is men and women should not have relationships other Mm -hmm. than, like, husband and wife. I'm not saying that everybody says that. What I'm saying is those are things that I have heard um, in different situations. And I agree that there should be boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like it's okay to have – I I think what I'm thinking of is, like, and it goes back to – the um previous chapter was it this one the te- no we're still in chapter nine right mm-hmm. yeah the teamwork makes the dream work mm-hmm. and then it talks about uh the different kinds of like entrapments that keep oh, us yes. into yes. why we don't do these so because i'm a woman entrapment uh the contempt for men in um entrapment mm-hmm. And that I won't be taken advantage of, again, entrapment. There's so many on here. Um, But there's so many of them on here. And then the thing is, is that um, some of these we hear so often and, like... um, we've been taken advantage of by men in relationships mm-hmm. and so even the simple like all men are the same
2: like yeah. this was a good
1: chapter <laughs> yeah. to like be a reminder of like no not all men are the same mm-hmm. not all people are the same um and it and god is sending these people to our lives for for better like yes. we got to get out of the mindset um of I don't know what it is that I'm trying to say, (laughs) but basically what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that like we allow these lies. That's what it is. Like Mm -hmm. these lies and not all of them may fit our life, but there, we may allow some of these little lies to, um, overtake our thinking or our mindset about certain situations Mm -hmm. and not necessarily a man and woman relationship. You can pretty much apply this to any relationship, but not allowing those lies that we are starting to believe about Mm -hmm. the situation to take over
0: moving forward with new people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. That's a good, um, that's a, a good point. What, when you're, as you're talking, it's making me think like, all the lies that i was raised up with (laughs) and some of them were these Mm -hmm. you know some of them were these but there's other ones that were not in here you know that we can think like um you know uh the one that got to me was i won't be taken advantage of Mm -hmm. and it wasn't necessarily to men it was just like people in in general and that was that that spoke to me because i was raised you know very strong and you're like because of Their upbringing, they put that on me, you know, Mm -hmm. and they they uh, they taught me how to be uh, thinking that way, you know. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, like you said, we have to heal. And this is part of that, like that negative thinking. We have to change that part of us to be able to move forward and not affect or hinder new relationships that we may either miss completely or bring something into it uh that's not from god mm-hmm. you know sure. so that's a good point and yeah. it
1: doesn't have to be um because when we think of and i i guess when i thought of like um male and female relationships mm-hmm. it's like um the first thing that comes to mind is like dating or like mm-hmm. um marriage or like boyfriend girlfriend whatever um but it can also be for example in a job how many yeah. times have like oh the man's gonna do it because or he's gonna men always get paid more which may be true right in search certain um fields, fields. Or, mm-hmm. yes the maybe that is true and 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 for us women who are fighting for, like, equality and pay and stuff mm-hmm. like that, yes, good for us. But on the other hand, there's so many uh, stigmas. That's the yeah, I was mm-hmm. looking for. Yes. So many stigmas that, like... Um, we've had a male boss in the past who ruined us, who like Mm -hmm. didn't, who doubted us so bad, never gave us a chance, never this and that. And so if that's the case, if we were to move into a new role, are we allowing this new male person Mm. um, to, are we allowing him the opportunity to um, see what we're capable of or are we already um going up to this job with that attitude oh, the yeah. the barrier mm-hmm. the mentality mm-hmm. and like we're giving off negativity mm-hmm. versus yes. like this is what i got like we you and i can make a big team we can make mm-hmm. um this project work we can yeah
0: yeah be just be more positive <laughs> yeah. coming yes. into that role Instead of already, like, okay, have a bad thought mm-hmm. yes. going into it. Because that's going to change a lot. Yes. Yeah. That's this is awesome. a good chapter. Yeah. Yes, this was a good chapter. It
2: makes me think about marriage, too. Like, when you go through a retreat and you're on this high, you're like, yes, this high is awesome. We're going to yeah. stay on this high forever. And that's not realistic. And just realizing that you can get, now you know, what it, you know it's attainable. So mm-hmm. now you spend every day just getting back to it. Yes. And you know that you have tools to yes. get you back to that. So you don't have to, you might, and you might, you might slip up and revert back to. Your old ways, but you acknowledge that, hey, that wasn't right. This is how we used to do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it differently. Mm-hmm. And just holding yourself to a standard of, well, you're human, but just realizing that's the difference. There's the growth there. Because before, you would have just continued the behavior, nothing would have been fixed. But now you're like, okay, no, that wasn't right. This isn't how we handle things. Now we have these tools. Let's do it this way instead. Mm-hmm. And then work to getting what's attainable. Mm-hmm. So, right.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That is true. um chapter 10 designed for influence um i i love the titles to like every chapter (laughs) because they're so powerful just a few words you know it just kind of catches my attention um but i was like wow designed for influence and for me this was kind of a big deal big chapter i think um one of one of them the top top percent of the the chapters because I do struggle with like self-doubt, you know, a lot um, from my upbringing and things like that. So this one's designed for influence, um, you know, I, I struggled like designed for more, you know, like so all of these those ch- types of chapters meant a lot for me because I struggled with that. You know, mm-hmm. I struggled with thinking I was um, meant for more that I had a, what was like my purpose and uh, being uh, designed for influence you know I didn't think of myself of that that way because of all the mistakes that I've already made. And mm-hmm. when you're reminded of those re- mistakes for a very long time kind of hinders like you're thinking like okay, I can do this or I, I can't I can influence I can help others. Mm-hmm. So I love the the the, ch- the um, title of this chapter. What did you ladies think of this chapter?
1: It was a good closing chapter for yes. the book. <laughs> yes. Um yeah. one thing that I wrote and I don't I didn't highlight it, but he said or she the mm-hmm. the author women are God's secret weapon on earth. Yeah. I don't know where I saw that. Yes. <laughs> I did see that.
0: <laughs> I think I highlighted it too. <laughs> oh, on
1: page 120. Okay. We, um
0: yes, I highlighted it we are his secret weapon on earth. Yes. It's like the mm-hmm. second paragraph or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And
1: while the enemy may have every intention of keeping us blind and distracted, um, I know that God has put his mantle on me to be a voice to women
0: in this season. Amen. Wow. And here we are, lady. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yes. That's, that was a powerful. I did highlight that because I was like, oh, wow. Like, I don't know the way the author. Wrote it like we're his secret weapon on this earth it's Mm -hmm. like wow I didn't even like that wouldn't even have occurred to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's powerful because you know he's gonna use us Mm -hmm. you know um I know men you know have a lot of uh authority and and influence and all that you Mm -hmm. know in 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 church but I we play just as big as a role oh yes you know Mm -hmm. so it's like wow like um, yeah, that really did st- stand out to me. And what I, I did highlight that, and I also highlight the, to be the voice to women in the season. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, I just kind of emphasize like dealing with everything that we have to deal with within ourselves first before we can do God's work. Amen. So. Thank you to everyone who listened in. And remember, Fearless Women, it's never too late to make a change. If you're looking for community, go to our Facebook page, Fearless Women on a Mission, to be inspired and empowered. You can find us on all social media platforms. And remember to like and share our page, leave a review, let us know what you think. Talk to you soon.